Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Back. One week off. That's all we get. That's all we deserve. <laughs> just, yeah, well, apparently, we just have to work. We have to pick up extra work outside of our work. Well, so you're, well hold on. It's not really a week off because you worked. So like, no, it's not I, really I work necessarily every week. a week off. Yeah, no. week off. not necessarily <laughs> I, I well deserved. So. We we have a podcast about going to a haunted house event and drink beer. We don't deserve a week off. We don't <laughs> earn that. So let's get into this week. This week is going to be sort of a little mini break. We are in the middle of our HHN season, which means we are also in the middle of the haunt season. And HHN is not the only haunt in town. Far be it. There is a couple other ones, but one in particular that two out of the three of us got to visit. Of course, me being away. I did not get to go, but that is Sir Henry's Haunted Trail, and that's the 10th anniversary. So this episode, we are going to be dedicating the show to Sir Henry's, giving it its fair shake. And we are going to go over the attractions that were there, the the food that you all saw, the atmosphere. I, I want to know everything about it. We had gone previously to one of their Christmas events. I know that they introduced a new hayride this year. There is an extra trail this year. These are the fun haunts that you need to support hhn is going to keep on striving whether you support it or not they are counting their money in the bands these other local haunts just are more intimate they you can see the passion not that you can't see the passion in horror nights because you obviously can but it's just a much different scale it's a higher level at hhn and sir henry's along with many other local haunts just ooze that horror and Halloween do-it-yourself passion. So we got to support these folks. So what I'm going to quickly do is I guess I'm just going to, if for you that don't know Sir Henry's, it is down in Plant City, Florida. If you search it on Google Maps, it will pop up. But this is their 10th year going. It's right off of I-4. The dates on it range from Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays starting September 29th going all the way through November 4th. So every Friday, Saturday, Sunday through the 4th. On Fridays the and Saturdays, the hours of operations are 7.30 to 11 p.m. And Sundays are open 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. So starting the 29th, which is today, Sir Henry's will be open, but make sure that you purchase your tickets online in advance. So just visit the website at SirHenrysHauntedTrail.com to get your tickets ahead of time. And there is a lot of stuff to discuss. So before we get fully into Sir Henry's talk, I'm going to crack my beer. We went out and we got a whole bunch of funky beers last week. I got excited on my birthday uh, last Wednesday, and we bought all kinds of cool stuff over at the bottle shop in sort of downtown Orlando. Uh, 
But after doing travel and editing and straight back to work for me, and then we did Horror Nights till pretty much closed last night, back to work this morning, I'm just fucking tired. So I'm having a shipyard pumpkin head. It's easy. I don't really feel to be in the mood to mess with any of those like imperial double stout pumpkins that I tried to, <laughs> that I purchased over the, the course of last week. But I'm going to just take it easy, enjoy a pumpkin head, and we're going to get to it. So crack this open. And I, I really do feel like because I, I didn't get to go and experience Sir Henry's, I'm going to be ser- like essentially just kind of moderating this between the two of you. So I guess before we jump in, Seamus want to give your insight of the event overall this year and how it feels um, compared to, I mean, the Christmas one's a little bit harder because it's very specialized, but what did you think of this year overall at Sir Henry's? It was um, fun. I mean, I think it kind of gives you that feeling of, it gives you that real Halloween feeling. HHN is fun for what it is. It's a great, great event. It's, you know, it's why we do this, but it is nice to do something like Sir Henry's, which is a little more, like you, I think you said intimate. That's the, that's a good word for it. It definitely feels more, um, you know, close to home for me anyways, because this is what I've grown up doing is something like this, where it's, you know, a mom and pop haunt. They, kind of put things together themselves there isn't massive budgets but for what they do they do a really good job and you know it, it feels more like halloween whereas hhn kind of feels like scary things in a theme park so i again this isn't to say that we prefer something over the other it's not, not what we're trying to say here but i think if you're looking for that for that experience this is a great place to get it yeah, these are, I mean, they're definitely two very different events. They're they're the same, but they're different. Same, same, but different. Uh, Jamie, why don't you just kind of give your overall thoughts of the event this year and, and just your enjoyment level, stuff like that, and then we'll kind of get in into each specific item as we go along. Yeah, I really enjoyed myself. We had so much fun. We went to the Christmas event, and like you said, it's a little bit different because this was like full-on, full-fledged Sir Henry, so it was really cool finally getting to see that. It was just, like you guys said, I don't want <clears throat> to repeat what you and Seamus said, but it was just really intimate. And for you guys, I think it's nice that it's kind of like nostalgic for you guys growing up. You guys got to go to smaller haunts like this and stuff like that and not even considering this a smaller haunt because it's been around for so long now and has gotten built up so much that it's just really nice to go to something like this because I feel like you get really genuine scares especially how they were sending us in by groups and it was honestly it was I got scared a lot there was one part we'll talk about it a little bit later on in one of the houses that me and Seamus literally ran out of the end of the trail but um it was just really good it feels like everyone is just there because they enjoy doing what they doing and you could just really like feel the heart that everyone has for it and it's just a nice switch up to something compared to going to these bigger haunts where you have these huge massive crowds you don't really get to enjoy the full experience as much and i think that's something nice that you can do with this and so it was it was just a really great time i wish you could have came nick yeah we'll definitely be back later uh now that the season's kind of kicking off for them and we'll we'll be Mm -hmm. back down there because i am going to check this out i I, I can't pass off this opportunity mm-hmm. to have this haunt, especially since we have family that lives now down in the 
that area. Mm-hmm. So I know they're going to be interested to come check this little place out. So let's get into just before we get into their actual like marquee things being the houses and the hayrides. Um, why don't you talk to me a little bit about the like food and beverage. I feel like they always seem to have stuff themed after Sir Henry's a little bit. I remember I purchased like Sir Henry's like peanut butter or something at the <laughs> Christmas event. So I'm we sure that that's something that is still reigning true at that event. So um, why don't you just give us a brief overview of what you're kind of expecting as far as food and beverage from this event. So that way people will know kind of what to go into <laughs> anticipating. Yeah. I mean, don't expect anything incredibly themed i mean it's it's obviously run by either a group or a number of groups you know so it's a lot of volunteer work too i think i, I mean I, I don't know that for a fact i don't know if people are paid or not for this so don't don't go in thinking one, one way or the other um but they they do have a couple like fair type food truck slash trailer things where they do i think corn dogs and a few other and and, and some like I think it's like a, they had a smoothie snow thing. Cone. I don't know, Jamie, help me out here. But either way, yeah. they do that, and then they have their own like concessions booth, and they do do a couple things. They have a an apple cider float, which I didn't have, but one of our party, one of our one of those in our party did. Um, seemed to like it pretty good. But again, it's 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 you know, it's as if we were putting together our own hunt and serving you know, food and snacks and, and, and cookies and baked goods and that sort of thing. And a lot of that money goes towards, I believe, you know, a couple groups. So it's nothing crazy, but it's what you expect at a, a haunt like this because it's, it's you know, you're, you're supporting local, um, local individuals who are kind of just taking their spare time and, and putting this on for people. It's not like something that this isn't a full-time job for most of them, I would assume. So that's what that's kind of what you can expect. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to add too, they and had Jamie, your your kind of take on food and beverage, and if you did have anything other than stuff that Seamus had mentioned. Can you guys hear me? Fuck. Right. I think we lost her. Yeah, she we, may have, <laughs> we may have we may have lost her. We may have lost her. So while we're kind of going over that, I mean, that's kind of the stuff that I had in my mind, food wise. Um, just from being there previously and, and yeah, we can hear you now. In that okay, perfect. I'm sort back. of area. Like it's definitely that small, the, the small is, time. Yeah. Vibes, I mean, know? again, it's not, again, it, it's not like, you know, and this is, a, and we're not, we're not trying to say that like, you know, we can compare this to a bigger, more full-time event. Like, this is not what we're saying. We're just saying like, don't go there expecting like some a meal. super high budget, four star five star <laughs> food options i mean it's it, it, it's 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 literally a local haunt i mean if you, the best way i can put it is if you, if you have done some sort of like uh hayride type thing or 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 county fair type thing it, it's it's kind of like that it's it's not gonna be you know you know universal top chefs <laughs> um you know making a lot of you know like i said gourmet gordon ramsay's not there gordon, yeah exactly bartons. exactly exactly it's just you know you, you kind of but at the same time like you can get a decent grilled cheese sandwich with a pulled pork on it for like five bucks so <laughs> you know i can buy two sodas that a bunch of snacks and a baked goods for under $20, I'm totally on board. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
Jamie, your kind of take on the food and drink and stuff like that? Yeah, we're back. Sorry for the technical difficulties, guys. <laughs> no, but I just wanted to add, too, I know Seamus had mentioned the float and stuff like that. Um, this year, I noticed that they had as well, I'm not sure if they had it at the past events, but they had little uh, souvenir cups, which was fun. They had a purple and white one, I want to say, and then like a clear one with like purple writing, which was pretty cool. They also, this is why we definitely have to go back to, they had their own cider that they did like a collab with them, pretty sure, Sir Henry's haunted uh hard cider they had like you had mentioned before nick we'd got it before i think it was like a sweet butter pecan kind of like spread different like little like jarred goods and stuff like that they had the snow cone truck they had the corn dog truck which the corn dogs honestly looked pretty fire i don't eat meat but if i still did i would definitely get one of the corn dogs and like you said seamus they had a lot of like baked good stuffs they had pretzels they had nachos they had the grilled cheeses which also looked really good um sodas waters and everything was really really well priced which was super nice compared to some of the prices that you pay at other bigger haunts and stuff like that so i think that's definitely a positive for one of these things too you did mention the cider it is it is important to point out that they cannot serve open alcohol on site. Correct. So you can buy the cider in cans, like in, in, in cans, but you just can't open it and drink it there. So yes. that's the only thing to keep in mind. Like if you're going expecting to have like a drink or two, they can't do that. And that's probably just like a, a licensing thing or a legal legality thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure they just don't have a liquor license. Under, understandably. Kind of yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. I mean, you don't need, to have that to have a good time here like they do a really good job and it's really small in the sense that like not that it's like claustrophobic but it is very um it's easily accessible in that it is, sense it is. It's, like, it's, it's literally up. just one little open like one open circle with a, mm-hmm. with houses on the outside of it um and, and a and a and a Oh my god, a hayride! Excuse me, a hayride, um, but it's not very big, so it's not like you do a lot of walking, or you know, you can get through it. You can get through the night in like an hour, hour and a half, if you really wanted to. Nice. And now, path-wise, these are f- through the woods, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, I, we would suggest uh, closed-toe shoes for sure. It's going to be kind of uneven pathways in the dark. Um, I would, I'd imagine it's dark. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 very dark. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine wheelchairs and stuff like that may be a little bit harder to navigate. I don't know if they made it easier, but I just I know from those styles of haunts that it, it's just hard. You're building these big sets and you're on uneven ground, and that's kind of not one of the main points of focus. I'd imagine when creating the pass, but I'm sure they level it as best as they can and they make it as wide as they can to to be accessible to most, um, if not all. But I just Keep that in mind. It it will probably be harder than not uh, in that case. So let's get into some of the attractions. then. so let's just kick it off with kind of their new for 2023 attraction. And that is their Legends of Halloween Haunted Hayride. Now, Hayrides I'm familiar with from my past. It's been probably two decades since I've been on one of these. Um, so I, I'm really excited and I'm really jealous that you guys got to go and do this. I really am. Um, I was working while y'all were on a hayride. That's fucked up. Crazy. Go, like, yeah. in, in real time. Uh, we'll go on like a Saturday just because we don't do the busy horror nights on Saturdays. And this one, I'll just I'll be able to actually enjoy my time. Um, so why don't you go into the hayride for us a little bit? What did you guys like um, with these and the houses? I guess what we can do is. um. Talk, talk atmosphere 
talk story, like how much story do you get from this atmosphere? Um, obviously we don't need like complete breakdowns and scare spoils, but like just a feel for it, you know, length, um, lighting, stuff like that, where we're going to obviously describe and talk about the majority of this, but listening to it won't deter you from going through in a form of spoiler, I guess. So the haunted hayride, what are we, what are we feeling on the hayride? It was so much fun. This is my first ever hayride. <laughs> it was really, it was really, really cool. Honestly, it was a lot longer than I expected for my first hayride. I had a really good time. We actually got to do this twice. The first time that we did it was kind of during right at dusk. So it was still a little light outside. Yeah, we, yeah, we got in line like right as we got yeah. there. So. so, which was nice though, too, because we were able to get right on, but it was nice getting to do it when it was darker outside and we got to see the different lighting through it and all that kind of stuff. And like I said, it was honestly pretty long for, I never realized how far back it had went seeing as the trails only go so far back, but it's cool to see how much property it is and how big it is and stuff like that. I feel like it's, I know you guys have been on hay rides before and stuff like that. So Seamus, I don't know if this is similar to ones you've been on before and stuff like that. But I feel like it just gives it such that like nostalgic, like Halloween vibe. And I love that. And it was so much fun. There's yeah, there's nothing more Halloween than, or more October Mm -hmm. than a hayride, whether that's going pumpkin picking or apple picking Mm -hmm. or doing a haunted, like a haunted hayride. Like we did, like we did uh, last weekend. Uh, But yeah, it, 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 if you've done this before, or maybe let's say you live in Florida like we do and you happen to be from New England or, you know, somewhere where fall is an actual season um, like Nick and I have been or are from, it, it definitely will bring you back. Like it gives you that, it just gives you that warm and cozy feeling that you get when you are doing something like this. And I know it's weird because not, not everybody understands that, but everyone listening to our podcast knows what I'm saying. But yeah, it's it was it's it's fun. It's it's. I will say they do stop at every scene, so it's like they that split it cool. up into scenes, mm-hmm. and they do stop and let the scene play out, rather than most hay rides where it kind of just continuously goes all the way through it until the end. Um, I like that. So it is it is nice in that sense. They do a really good job of putting together each set piece, and For it's sure. not. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel cheap like some local haunts can sometimes and then again sometimes that's that's you know nostalgic or it, it kind of just comes with the territory but these guys do a really good job and there is one part in this in the hayride that's really really cool um and i think if you do this you'll know what i'm talking about so i don't want to spoil it but uh yeah i i yeah it was it was fun and, and being someone that grew up going to these types of things regularly every halloween and doing Hay rides, uh, yeah, it, it definitely brings you back and gives you that gives you that nostalgic feeling. That's for that's for that's for sure. It was scary too. They're really interactive it with is, you, yeah. which was which was really really fun because there was a couple times where that's how you said too. The set pieces that they have were really really nice. So I feel like you're just looking up or looking around, or I was looking to my side, and then all of a sudden I look to my left hand side, and there's someone there. Then there's someone with a chainsaw, someone with a hook. It was it was really cool. So how big? So is it one hayride, and they just like go out, do a loop, and they come back and pick you up, or do they have like they have a couple? T- they have two going. Okay, is so what it, it is like. like split up, so it's kind of like a constant loop, essentially. Yes, is what it seemed like. It's because uh, we had noticed when we were pulling back up, we had saw the other one. So I was like, oh, I think there's two. 
Right, and it sense. fits um, two to a hay bale. Sorry to interrupt you. It fits two to a hay bale. And I think it's probably, you could fit maybe two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, maybe 16 people on it. All right. That was going to be my next question yeah. of how, how many people fit per. Now, uh, if you had to estimate, I guess, how long is like a complete loop? Seamus, how long? Honestly, maybe 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Right, so it's a, it's a decent amount of time. I it's not so, like yeah. a quick little in and out kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so does it have like a story? So is there like a is there are you going through one certain story or is it just kind of different like horrific scenes and settings? So when we first walked in, when you walk through the archway that they have for the Legends of Halloween Hayride, the big sign, there is a little backstory about Beatrice, the witch, who is one of the main characters in it, and when you go, a little bit of a spoiler, into the first scene of a hayride, you kind of meet Beatrice. There's a little bit of a show aspect, which was really, really fun. That was very cool to see at night. We didn't get to see that part during the day. And then it seemed like it followed that storyline to an extent through some of the other um, spots and stops that we were at, but it did kind of seem like they were all different and blended together in that aspect of following Beatrice, but it did have different characters in each one, so that's why I'm not sure if it's the whole path or if it's just for that first section is where her area is. All right. Um, any other thoughts on the the hayride before we move along to one of the other trails? Um, no, I think that we kind of much covered it. I mean, if you haven't done it before, like kind of like Jamie, mm-hmm. I would totally recommend doing it uh especially if you're from like florida or from somewhere that doesn't generally do them or you don't generally know of them i didn't realize that people actually existed in the world that didn't know what a haunted hayride was um so sorry jamie i I don't mean to like offend you if that offends you but um it just blows my mind that no one knew what they were and again that comes from the fact that you know i'm so used to growing up with that or going to those types of things um spooky world was the shit back in the day so uh and then you know uh witches woods is another big one up in up in new england so if you if you've been there you know what i'm talking about if not check it out uh these guys are definitely worth finding um super you know it, it, this this may be the reason to go to it now that they have this it was really cool definitely would recommend it especially being a florida gal we don't really have like you said we don't really have the the hay rides we have airboat rides but <laughs> not really the same <laughs> All right, so let's move into their trails now. So there's three trails this year. Mm-hmm. And the first one, we'll just kind of go off of this list, is Moonlight Massacre. So who wants to start this one? Jamie, do you want to start talking about this one and kind of give an overall feel of, like, what is this story? What is kind of, like, our setting and sort of, like, what is our our length of trail, if you had to imagine it? We liked this one, and collectively, we all agreed that this trail was very long. We thought it was not going to end, and it was scary, which is why we thought that, too. So, essentially, what it is, I think Seamus can help me out on this one, too. I was doing some of the, like, POV in the houses, so I was trying to, like, keep an eye on, the, on my camera, but also on the house, so I didn't get... I saw as much as I could, but... Not as descriptively as I was like to, which is why we'd be going back. But essentially what it is, is I'm pretty sure it follows a werewolf story. It sort of seemed like the turning of the werewolf kind of deal with the Moonlight Massacre. Kind of takes you in the back trail through a graveyard scene. You kind of start out in a, uh, how would I, I don't want to say barn style, but kind of like that 
old farmy style like home is what you start out in, which is really fun. Estimated length of it wise, I want to say was honestly maybe like eight minutes long. It seemed like it was it was fairly long. Seamus, I know you and the others that we were with got to see a little bit more in detail. Was there some more stuff that you would be able to add in kind of going by the story? I took pictures of some of the uh, stories at the front of it that they had when you walked in. They kind of had a little story for each trail, which was really nice, too. Yeah, I mean, I'll start by saying this. Don't go expecting that you're going to get like like universal style stories. I mean, there definitely are some stories to it, but it's kind of hard to follow. But this one definitely had to do with like werewolves. And like, I think you start kind of like an old farmhouse mm-hmm. and you kind of work your way back into like a graveyard at some point. And it kind of just follows along, um, you know, but there's really not a whole lot story-wise going on. Um, and again, I, I don't want to like throw shade at them because like, I don't even think that like, I think that, that there was nothing there to follow, but it is, it is kind of like just, Hey, there's a bunch of, you know, wolves or werewolves or whatever to call them. And it's hard to, re- I don't even know what it's kind of going nowhere because I don't no. really know much about, I was going mean, to say, I was just going to say, I don't want to undermine it because there is the Sir Henry's haunted novels that they have. Sir Henry has a book and all that kind of stuff about the different backstories for the trails and for the different characters and stuff like that. So in the meantime, we will probably do a little bit more research on those as well, because I think it'll give us a nice little connection more so for the houses after having done the trails and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I figured just from the name itself, Moonlight Massacre, I was Mm -hmm. like, and I and I understand like the majority of our listeners that may have not gone to Sir Henry's in the past or don't know about it or don't really visit smaller haunts. Um, the originals at HHN, those storylines are so ridiculously in depth. That's not the same that you're going to get at these other local haunts, like Seamus was saying, but there is generally still like a common theme. I, I think they, they do their best to sort of make it s- stick under one umbrella versus like, Here's a room of clowns, and here's right. some vampires, and here's Dracula. You know, they, they don't really they try creative. to stick at, at least under one umbrella, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's kind of the idea that I, that stuck into my mind when I saw Moonlight Massacre. It was like, okay, you know, the werewolves under the moonlight. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. That's that's sort of the theming of that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said this was typically the longer ones. It's like you think you got lost on the trail or something. It like, was. There was so many times. It was incredibly long. And there was so many different times where I was – there was literally one time I thought I ran into a to an actor and I ran directly into the wall because it was so dark and I had my camera trying to film a little bit too. But I love that it was so dark because the anticipation that you would get walking through the trail knowing it was so long and then they sent you in only by your group. So I was like, oh my God. I was like, I don't know what's coming next. It was it was scary. And they follow you through the ho- with, through the trails too, which I thought was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it was fun. It was fun. It. it was really, really fun. And I think this was a really good themed house. I feel like we all really like this one. And if I'm not mistaken, it was either this trail or the previous one that we had did where the ending scene was super duper creepy. And we kind of it was this but, one. It, yeah, I was going to say we kind of fast walk sprinted out the house. So it kind of, you know, one thing we could add that it did kind of have the werewolf, but also culty kind of vibe to it, which I liked. Kind of like that harvest, yeah, one- that culty harvest vibe, too. 
I think the one thing I would say about this one is like you can tell like when you when you get used to like HHN and the sound triggers, this is one of those ones that like is missing the sound triggers. Like the poor actors have to do all the sounds and noises themselves. It doesn't work quite as well oh my if God, they it have like an actual <laughs> sound trigger. But yeah, so I did find I did pull up like the, the synopsis essentially of Moonlight Massacre, and that is that a desperate sheep farmer makes a deal with with an old hag, but <laughs> discovers he turns into a werewolf underneath the light of the moon. His rage and fury are unleashed upon his family and town. Will you escape? So that's their there. We go. Of, um, design and logo, and it is a the the logo itself is very cool. It's got this really nice, nicely detailed werewolf with a moon highlighting it him in like a, a red hue behind him and red glowing eyes with the uh the title moonlight masker sticking out of his mouth so very very fun um let's get into this next one the next one is tales of the dead and i'll just i'll read the synopsis of it real quick and then kind of same thing seamus and jamie i'll let you just d- jump in talk about your thoughts of the the settings the the scenery the overall story that you get conveyed the length of it stuff like that uh, so Tales of the Dead, legend has it that on Halloween night, the phantom Sir Henry returns from the grave with his cast of freaks and hunts the murderer of his beloved bride. Don't get caught with blood on your hands. Dot, <laughs> dot, 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 All right. What do we think of Tales of the Dead? I think this one was my favorite trail that we did, actually. I was really excited for this one because the trail itself that they utilized was one of the trails that we got to use for the Christmas trail. So it was nice kind of being familiar with it, but it's pretty much set wise is kind of designed as an old decrepit mansion style house. Very pretty. When you walk in spider webs, cobwebs, still spooky though. I really, really enjoyed this one. There was a bunch of different areas where it was very confusing at times because like I mentioned with the last one, it was very, very dark and dimly lit. But I feel like the characters that they had in this one were able to blend in really well with those settings and just with like the attire that they had. Got some really good scares. And length, I want to say this one was probably maybe six minutes this one is a little bit shorter than the moonlight massacre but it was still really probably six or seven minutes still definitely a decent length time for houses that were usually conga line through so it was nice getting to really walk through and take your time and enjoy this one and i i really like this one a lot yeah i am um, probably my favorite too um but yeah it, it this is this is the house that kind of like brings up the one like downside I have to a lot of them mm-hmm. is that the lighting isn't great. And although that works in certain places, it's kind of hard sometimes to see where you're going because there's very little light in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of local hunts feel like the darker it is, the scarier it'll be. And that's fine. But at the same time, like there were points where I'm like, am I going the right way? Or like, am I going the wrong way or what's going on here? Um, but overall, it had like probably the more like the most um it was- varied scares and varied yeah. varied actors varied um set pieces and scenes it was but, really, uh, it was really i was just gonna say it was really pretty too i really like going through this one it was and i feel like there's certain things that are just ruined because it's too dark to see what's going on mm-hmm. like there are certain like props that they use that mm-hmm. you know it was a little bit lighted if it was lighted a little bit better i might be able to see what it is but 
Mm-hmm. I think that's where it kind of suffers. But otherwise, it, it, it is it is really good. They do a really good job, um, you know, character-wise, mm-hmm. acting-wise. Um, pretty scary. There's a couple parts in here where, like, you turn the corner and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh boy. And, like, you don't want to go any further. Yeah. But, you, you know, you have to. But, um, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the, the, the cool thing about these types of houses is that, you know, like I think Jamie had mentioned, they send you through in your own group. It's not one of those deals where, you go through is like a big long conga line. Like they actually will wait a few minutes or a few a few moments, then let your group in, and then it's only your group getting all the scares, which is fun. Um, I think this was this the house that Jamie they got you like you were filming yourself doing this doing the yes. filming, and oh. then the guy kind of stood behind you, <laughs> and you didn't realize he was there until you looked at the camera. I literally he got me so good. Like I said, they follow you through the trails, which is so much fun. The one thing I really like about this, I wanted to mention it in the overall review that I had of it before, is that. This really reminds me of, I know Nick has watched it with me, but the house is October build. These are like the type of haunts that like I want to go to and this is what it reminds me of. And I feel like that's what makes it so scary for me. But literally I was doing like the point of view kind of video and I don't know how long this guy was following me before, but he was literally right over my shoulder and I had like looked for a minute and peeked back at the camera and I saw him there and he started laughing and kind of went back and he got me so good. But it's like... You don't really get to get good scares like that at the bigger haunts like Horror Nights and Hollow Scream and stuff like that. So it's just so personal and it's so fun and it it definitely definitely got the adrenaline pump and I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, we're used to the HHN where they have the quote unquote boo holes. Right. And like that's just your station. Mm-hmm. Whereas these ones you have a little bit more leniency, you get kind of I don't want to say free reign with your character and your space, but you have a larger space to kind of take care of. Mm-hmm. So with that comes roaming, essentially. So, And they're really interactive, too, which is really fun. Very, very interactive. And they'll interact interact with you. And we were kind of like not talking back to them, but like made little comments to some of the stuff they were saying. And they would comment back. And it was, it was just really fun. I love that little little details that they do like that. Definitely adds a nice, uh, nice touch. So <laughs> let's get into the unless you have anything else, we'll get into the last trail. Is that does that sound good for everyone? Yeah. All right, so let's get into uh, Wicked Waters. So this is an evil swamp witch has found a long-lost artifact to resurrect the ancient witch Beatrice. Human sacrifices in the spell has unleashed havoc, and now the undead beings swarm the swampy waters. No one is safe. (laughs) So again, much like the last two, uh, give us your thoughts, and we'll kind of discuss. You want to go first? Yeah, this one one? had the best story. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, again, I feel like there was you could get more out of what was going on, but also I think that this may have been the most creative as far as just construction was concerned. There's a lot of aspects of this trail that that kind of give you varying elements or, or effects when it comes to you know. The, the path itself. Uh, I don't want again. I don't want to give too much away if you haven't done it, but um, don't expect just like a traditional like you know out in the woods like there's trees and there's trees and there's more trees and a bunch of like scary guys and masks. Like there's more to it than this than that. Um, although they do rely heavily on um, what I call hammer scares, which is they're like they're hammer like literally just like hammering on things. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, nothing wrong with that. But you know, 
it does feel like you they could have varied that a little bit more but otherwise it was a it was a pretty pretty well made trail i just think that you you got more of what they were going for story-wise with this one than you did with the other two yeah sorry Seamus. i just want to make sure you're done that's exactly what i was going to say too i feel like this one really followed the storyline really really well you knew what was going on you knew what the theme and the setting was even without having to read the little backstory and stuff like that and like you said too the construction design for this one was really really intricate it was very cool there's different uh platform varyings you're on higher ground at some points you're in the woods at some points which was really fun they had some really cool lighting effects in this one that i don't want to spoil too much but i really really enjoyed this part it was a little disorienting but that did make it kind of fun it wasn't strobe lights or anything like that i noticed that they didn't really use much strobe lights which is kind of nice because sometimes they could be a little much for me but they did use lights in an aspect in this part that was really really cool i've really probably this was the first one that we did and i think this one really set for the tone for the night because i think this was the new trail that they recently added so you can definitely tell that they put a lot of heart into this trail it was really really cool like you said the um there were certain parts that you can't get at some of these other haunts that i really thought was a nice touch too Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm excited to check these out. They all sound, they all sound very different. Whether it's you know setting and atmosphere like that, you know, we have this swampy witch setting with Beatrice. We have the Tales of the Dead, which is more Sir Henry Speed and kind of in that manor style atmosphere. Then we have the Moonlight Massacre, which is just a, another classic horror trope of werewolves and stuff like that, along with the Legends of Halloween. Hey ride, which does have a little short synopsis as well. And that is essentially take a ride deep into the woods and discover the ancient legends of Halloween. But watch out for the evil witch Beatrice as she looks to curse any trespassers to her woods. So this does tie into the Beatrice that we just talked about from Wicked Waters, the, the cursed, yes. uh, cursed witch. Hmm. Um, now, I know I think you mentioned you didn't get a chance to do the escape games. There are two escape games at this event as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that true? You guys did not? We did not get to do them, unfortunately. They did look very cool. One of the characters that they have is Poppy. So one of the escape rooms was Poppy's Playhouse, which was her kind of little escape room and stuff like that. And then the other one that they had was a nautical-themed one. It was called Final Voyage. These both looked really cool. Like I said, we definitely want to go again because these were the... We were able to do everything else, which was nice, but we didn't get to do the escape rooms. And I know last time when we went for the Christmas event, we didn't get to do it that time either. So I know we definitely want to be able to check these out next time we go. Yeah, we do enjoy like spending our time with the trails yes. and just soaking in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They have a really good, what I refer to essentially as their courtyard. Um, so if it's set up anything like last time, is like you walk into this big open courtyard where buildings sort of surround it and that's where your, your food booths are and that's where your entrances are for the escape room and then the you have the house entrances but there's a, just a nice big open area where you can kind of breathe which at a haunted attraction doesn't happen all too all too often um so it's nice that that's there in the middle for you they did have it still um, set up like that which was nice yeah and there's a couple photo oppy places it's just a nice it's a nice little atmosphere um so like we did mention um just the basics sir henry's haunted trail make sure you get your tickets in advance it's not a uh 
general admission, walk up, buy a ticket, get in situation is a go online, purchase ahead of time, make sure you can select your time and your date that you're going to be entering. Um, it's it's a very affordable event. It ranges from $27 to $57 for single night visits, obviously depending, I'm sure getting closer towards Halloween and peak time, that's when it sorts to get up in pricing. Uh, but make sure you buy it again ahead of time online. I can't really reiterate that enough. I don't want you to get there and then be disappointed that you can't get in or that time slot is sold out or something like along those lines. Um, but yeah, so anything else that we want to mention about Sir Henry's and, and some interesting stuff that you guys got to see it at the event? Yeah, like I had mentioned before, they do have their uh, authors there for the books that they have, the Sir Henry's Haunted Tales in the novel that they do. Brad Acevedo is one of the authors, and they have him there, and you could get your book signed, you can pick up a couple of the different copies, they have some of their different theme trails based from the books and all that kind of stuff, which is a really nice thing that you could do to catch up on your Sir Henry history. They also had a lot of really, uh, really cool merch this year, too. They really upped their merch. They had shirts. They had magnets. They had pins. They had socks. They had a couple different vendors that also had a couple different uh, things there. There was these really cute, like, spider web shawls. They had a couple different purses. They had candles this year. They had shot glasses. Candles were themed to the different trails. They had a lot of, which merch is always my thing. They had a lot of really cool stuff this year. All right. So that is Sir Henry's Haunted Trail for their 10th anniversary. Um, I'm really excited to check this out. Honestly, I'm just most excited about the Hayride. That's like my number one on the list. I think you're going to like it. I can't wait for that. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my excitement level, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, so before we do take off, we did make a pretty, I'd say, pretty major announcement over the last week. Uh, we put out a little bit, a little teaser last week. We knew that we were going to be down on an episode, so we figured we'd we, we'd throw a little something together. And, and what we started, what started as a quick little idea at work, certainly has spiraled and transformed into a pretty big event. So we are going to be hosting. If you did not see a post about this, a live in person Halloween Horror Nights and horror movie trivia. We are going to be doing this in conjunction with the folks over at HHN 365, the RIP tour and haunt girls, all four of us, all four podcasts in the same place at the same time, live hosting trivia. We're going to be hosting this at top golf as over on nine, two, nine, five universal Boulevard in Orlando, Florida. It's right on. I drive. It's right across from the convention center. Uh, we know that three, six, five has done some trivia in the past. We've mentioned it on air. We've mentioned it. Um, just on social media and stuff like that, we've gone to one of their events that they hosted and we know it gets pretty busy. So we're in pretty much the same area. Um, so once you enter the building, you can go right into the little main bar area. We are going to be overtaking the whole main bar and we are just going to have a blast. I'm very excited. We are still in the, the, the early stages of kind of piecing everything together, but it's just shaping up to be a really, really cool event. Uh, it is going to be at eight o'clock, so we do suggest getting there a little bit early just to secure your spot. There is um, decent seating, but again, depending upon how many people show up, you know, seating is never guaranteed. We're not going to be doing any kind of table reservations or anything like that. It truly is going to be first come, first serve, but you are going to be able to sit at tables. You're going to be able to sit at the bar top if you wish uh, with all of us there hosting. 
we should be in good shape to quickly turn a lot of these answers and tables in and, and get these rounds going. But we are each going to be hosting two rounds. So each podcast is going to bring their own questions for a HHN themed round and a horror movie themed round. And we are going to alternate hosting duties. So I'm excited. This is fun. Um, Super excited. You know, we, we've we run into a lot of these people um, in person at HHN and then the off season hits and we kind of, we, we interact mostly online and doing crossover episodes, but very rarely are we all in the same. I don't know if we ever have been all in the same area at the same time together. So this is, this is very, very big. And I'm just, I'm really, really excited to do this. And then don't make fun of me when I do my trivia because I've never hosted trivia before in person. <laughs> Uh, but any other um, statements or anything about trivia that you want to talk about? Anything about Sir Henry's you want to talk about before we before we jump off? Yeah, super excited for trivia. I can't wait. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, we're definitely all really competitive, so we'll see how this goes. And Jamie's in charge of prizes, so if they <laughs> suck, I, it's her fault. I was going to say I'm in charge of prizes, and I have some couple a couple good ideas up my sleeve. I think everyone will be pleasantly surprised with them. But I also just want to say um, thanks again to Sir Henry's Haunted Trail for having us. It was such a good time. This is my first time doing a media night, being a part of Fear and Beer, so that was really awesome. And yeah, make sure you go check them out. Opening night is tonight. Make sure you have your tickets in advance online. Yep. All right, I got nothing else to add. Yeah. <laughs> you said it all. Uh, it yeah. was really cool meeting some people for the first time in person. So yeah, you know, I see a couple you know, of buddies. You know. um, but yeah, it was fun. So thank you again, Sir Henry's, if you're listening. Um, it's really awesome that you invited us. We definitely will be back uh, as paying customers this time. Um <laughs> And uh, hopefully we'll uh, do it a couple times and get to do that uh, pay ride once more uh, for trivia. Uh, hopefully, if I make it, I will see you all there. If not, um, obviously, I know my two hosts will do a great job. But uh, you know, we'll go. F- we'll, we'll see how it how it goes. But uh, yeah, exciting. October is finally here, so Woo! it is our month. It is. We are in there. So October 23rd is going to be our live trivia. We will be mentioning it and talking about it as we get closer and closer. So don't worry. We will not let you forget. That is for sure. There is going to be an abundance of of posts and talking about definitely, that. But definitely. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Until next time. Oh, this is well, hold on. Actually, I was oh. going to ask. Are we going to do a uh, have you watched anything? Ooh, over the we last week do, and a half. We could do actually. You know, yeah, let's do that because before, before we do our sign off, I just wasn't yeah, sure. I was, actually watched it, so I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> this was this was definitely a thrown together sort of thing. So let's get into what we got for. Um, what did we watch this week? What yeah, so I watched a through? movie called. Um, oh my god! Shit! You know, I <laughs> shit. Infinity Pool. Couldn't think of the <gasps> name. Infinity oh, Pool. I've heard about this. Um, you liked it, didn't you? you? I love oh, oh, yeah. this movie. I knew I it. I love this movie. Uh, I don't think it was for a Seamus movie. It's definitely not as weird as I'm used to. But this one was definitely out there, um, incredibly out there. Uh, if you are into weird psychosexual horror, this is definitely up your alley. Um, I forget. Oh my God! Well, it's it's one of the Skarsgård sons. And uh, it's not the it's not Bill. It's the other one. Alexander, maybe. Alexander, yep. yep. And and I forget oh, what is her name. Mia um, Goth. She was in, my yes, Mia Goth. She was in she was in X and Pearl. Mm-hmm. 
This movie is phenomenal. It is really weird. It's incredibly out there. The story is a little insane, but it's definitely psychedelic, and it's um, I don't know, the best way I can put it is it's, it's it is incredibly psychedelic. <laughs> yeah, it's a wild ride. Um, if you're squeamish or you're not into like hypersexualism in movies, don't watch this. But otherwise, if you're cool with a lot of that shit, um, watch it because it's it's phenomenal. It's on Hulu. That's what I watched it on. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to really go into like the details of the movie. But um, it is really, really, really well done and. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 cool. It's not incredibly scary, but it's definitely makes you feel uncomfortable, which yeah. is the shit that I go for. So, uh, Jamie, what did you get into? Honestly, I don't think I watched anything this week. I can't think of anything that I watched, and I'm usually the one to have um, watched like three or four things. <laughs> right. I did also go to the. I went to the movies and I saw. It's not like super on the nose horror, but it is. It does have a nice little horror feel, and that is the haunting in Venice. Now, oh, this I heard is, about this one. Yeah, I I'm a sucker. I I do like these murder mystery movies. So the series as a whole is not horror. You know, these are the murder on the Orient Express. This is right. death on the Nile. But this one was definitely um, more horror than the others, right? Yes, yes. This yeah. is based off of essentially. I think the book is called like Al Hallow's Eve, or it might even be called Haunting in Venice. But it, it's it takes place on Halloween night in this mansion in Italy. Um, again, just a strange murder mystery, and I I enjoy those very much. So it's a brand new movie, just came out last week. So if you're into that stuff, check it out. There are it's some jump scary stuff, but it's not too over the top or graphic. So if you're if you like horror and you like Knives Out, check this movie out. It's yeah, not as comedic, but it's it's worth it. But it's it's a good watch for sure. Um, new American right. Ultra coming out soon. Just saying. So it's one of them's out. Or, uh, it the came first out. The first episode out. came oh. out. You gotta watch it. It's terrible. Oh. Wait. I, I haven't. Don't, I haven't seen anything. Don't yet. say. Don't spoil anything, Jamie. I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. couldn't watch the whole thing. I could not get into it. Really? Really? It's oh, unfortunate. No. It's unfortunate. And I know you and I kind of shared similar opinions on things, and so now yeah. I'm nervous. I gotta watch it though. I gotta give it a chance. Yeah, I'll have to. I, I mean, I'll definitely. I'll watch all of them and kind of. Also, Goosebumps looks awesome too. Let me yeah, fucking tell uh, you, Goosebumps. Justin Long. Justin Long. Cannot wait. Dog, they did it for me. I can't believe cannot it. Cannot wait. <laughs> can't believe it. But well, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a special episode once it once it drops. <laughs> we'll dedicate a whole episode to Goosebumps. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, until next time. This this time for real. This is Nick. This is Shamwell. <laughs> This is Jamie. Happy home. Wow, 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 wow. Awesome. <laughs> cursed, cursed, to the cursed. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one bit scared. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check them out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.